With everyone's permission. The topic is being cheap. So the topic is. So, no, so new topic is kiliut. Kiliut is stinginess or being cheap. And this is goes also together with the parasha that we are leading. Is one of the reasons. Uh, yeah, it could, it could for Sarah. Yes. That's brought for Sarah. Yes. yes, from Kiliut. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. So yeah, yeah. So we have a connection with the parasha. So Kiliut. Kiliut, a kila is a miser. A person that uh, his hands are too short to reach into his pocket. Why, 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 uh, character traits that a person can have. Uh, it's one of the worst curses that can befall a man or a woman. Is, never enjoy is, anything. Is, 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 is to have this character trait of, of being cheap. Right? How come? For several reasons. Number one, The first one is he, he or she is not able to give tzedakah. Um, to give uh, tzedakah to somebody else or hurts them. So, so they're stingy towards someone who's actually in need and you can do the greatest mitzvah in the Torah of, of tzedakah and, and you're not able to do it. A person is not able to do it because because it hurts them too much to reach into their pocket. Chachamim say that one who turns away from tzedakah is like one who worships idols, one who worships avodah zarah. How come? Because the Gemara describes that one of the the mentality of the idol worshiper, of the avodah avodah zarah, is that not just everything is mine. Every person deserves what he has from Hashem. Oh. So, so... We should be saying that to ourselves, that yes, I got what I deserve from Hashem, but we should not, we don't say that to others, that every person deserves what he got. So if he's poor, he deserves to be poor. He deserves, Hashem wants him to be poor. If, the, if that person is poor, it's because the gods, that's what the Abu Dhabi believed, the gods want him to be poor. And actually, this the Gemara has these stories that the idol worshippers, the philosophers of the idol worshippers, would approach the rabbis and they would say, "If you give tzedakah to a poor person, you're doing an avon. You're doing a mitzvah. You're doing an avon because the gods want them to be poor. So you're doing an avon if you give them tzedakah. So, so a person who is not able to give because they look badly upon somebody who's in a difficult situation, who's in a tough place, is like one who worships idols, said. It's like, it's like one who's like an Oved Avodah that a person thinks, oh, I have Sheli Sheli, mine is mine. Sheli Sheli, Sheli Sheli, it's all Sheli Sheli. And what's yours is yours. So we're taught our responsibility to our fellow to the extent we can. So one who doesn't give tzedakah at all, he's going to be like an idol worshiper. 
Where is one of the places that comes from? It's from kiliut. It's from this, uh, from stinginess, from being cheap. That which he can, he's not able to do. But then there's a second curse. There's a second problem that comes with it. It hurts him. It hurts her to spend on himself. It hurts him to eat his own bread. Just to buy bread, a basic meal at the table. No, no, no. I, I'll only eat somewhere where it's free. I'll only eat at somebody else's home. Uh, and this is truly, it's it's a curse. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? That befalls a person that if, if Hashem gave the person the parnasah to be able to have and he cannot enjoy it because it hurts him every time he spends that's also a type of curse it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a horrific it's a horrific character trait and what happens he, he brings machloket into his house yes, Why? Yeah, because they're saying listen we can afford it it's not a big deal and he's saying no we have to behave like the poor people we have to uh, we have to act like the poor there's a lot of uh, prohibitions of the Torah that are between man and man that come about because of it. And all kinds of evil uh, befall a person. And if you want to know basic rules, a person who is stingy, a person who is cheap, everything is bad for him uh, in this world. He's bad to the heaven and he's bad to people. <laughs> Normally when we read law, you see poetry, we spoke about poetry yesterday, how the rabbis write with poetry. So we say, is usually a positive thing that we say because it's Lamed Aleph. You're not going to be embarrassed in this world and you're not going to be ashamed in the world to come. What does he do? He takes the Aleph and he changes it to a Vav. When he changed the Aleph to Avav, Lo means to you, to that person. So Lo, for that person who's cheap, he's going to be ashamed and embarrassed in this world. And not just in this world, Lo Yikalem, Lo with Avav, to him, he's going to be embarrassed in the world to come. So this is uh, poetry. A person who is God-fearing, right? and Lo Bechoach, to him, what he's going to do with strength, He's going to overcome his Yetzir Hara. He'll learn books like Pele Yoetz. He'll learn books of Musar. Books that teaches us, teach us ethics and how to behave properly and proper etiquette. Do war with your Yetzir Hara. It teaches you not to touch your pockets. That's also And have trust in Hashem. It's okay. I'll spend a little bit. I'll still have some parnasah tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to come. It's going to come. And Hashem is not going to withhold good to those who are, are pure and honest with Hashem. However, all of this is obviously with logic we're talking about. There's one extreme of uh, being overly cheap and that's a curse and that hurts a person but, uh, but there's another extreme the Rambam says in all of these character traits we have to be in the middle you know, there's another extreme on the other end that a person doesn't hold on to anything whatever comes goes immediately whatever, whatever, whatever comes in I spend immediately to the point that I put myself in financial peril so there, there is a part of it which is necessary a person does have to be a little bit uh, stingy. A person does have to be a little bit cheap. 
with what he has. Not to start spending huge uh, expenditures uh, on things that are not necessary. You know, the, the, the person that goes spend everything to take everybody on a Pesach program, <laughs> and I'm left with nothing. <laughs> so. The Torah cares about the money of Jewish people. In certain places, even a small amount, even a penny, a person should think, I shouldn't waste it. It shouldn't be. Correct. It shouldn't but be still, wasteful. When you, but for Pesach, yeah. you have to help the, the ones who don't. Yeah, have. we have to help the one. I'm talking about to Pesach programs. Yeah. Going on Pesach, <laughs> spending on Pesach programs to go <laughs> to go spend on leaven when you when you don't have to. <laughs> and then a person puts themselves in financial peril over what? You could have had a nice, good Pesach without going on a, a Pesach program. So, so in some areas, by the way, it says, even a small penny, we have to think, Count. it counts. Don't waste. Don't, don't, don't be wasteful. Don't disrespect the money that Hashem is passing yeah. you. We find with Yaakov Avinu, uh, how did he get into the fight with the angel? So our Chachamim said in Parashat Vayishlach. He came back. He went back to... To, 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 to pick up on to, the things to, that he... The, the, to pick up these small cans yes, that's that, a, that he had left behind. Yeah. And it was the, it was the nighttime, and, uh, he, but he crossed the river in order to, to go get what? These small cans. That for him, I, I can't waste it. I shouldn't waste it. Well, why should I waste it? Why do the tzadikim love, love their money so much? Even these small cans, he didn't want to throw out. Again, in those days, you have to think, they didn't have it's things that were one-time use. Yes, they yes, had, yes, everything was useful. Even a small can you know, was useful. You kept. So why? Not just belongs to Hashem. I don't want to get close to having to steal from somebody else. So if I have something... I'll keep it and I'll use it to the extent that I can, that I should be financially secure and I shouldn't have a Yetzir Hara to have to steal from somebody else or to use from somebody else. Very deep. Ve'af uh, Ashire'am, even uh, those, the wealthy ones that Hashem has blessed, uh, has blessed them with wealth. Shemarim Asotov, and also they do good with their wealth. They, they do tzedakah, they help many people out, they do mitzvot, they help others do mitzvot. But Lomi Pinezeh, that doesn't mean that you have permission to waste all the rest of your money. Yeah, we do good and we spend good, but it doesn't mean that we, we should do wasteful spending. Yeah, to respect <laughs> the money. Yeah. So, in the end, you pay judgment to Hashem with the unnecessary and wasteful spending. Especially, this is a huge lesson here, especially the rabbis who want to show to him and their wives. This second day in a row, he's slapping rabbis. <laughs> We're getting the slaps today. And all the members of their household. But what he's saying right now, it applies to anybody who has a little bit of intelligence. Anyone who has a little bit of wisdom, 
this is this is the ultimate lesson. Yeah. It's an obligation on anybody who has wisdom. Be cautious with your spending. Spend on the things that are necessary. Spend on the things that you'll need and uh, and that you can't live without and you're not able to continue without it. And to the extent you can, to, together with your household, try to minimize the expenses. Again, don't depend on anybody else and don't take from every, anybody else. But have less expenditures in your house to the extent you can minimize. How come? And, and don't let it bother you and don't let it care that you don't have the very best. The very best clothes. The very best, uh, the very best car. The very best foods. Uh, the very best steak at my table. The very best uh, restaurants that we go at. The very best wines and the very best oils. Back then, oil is a very expensive uh, commodity. Sure. And along those lines. With the level that Hashem gave you, with what Hashem gave you, uh, be, be happy with it. How come? Because uh, the extent that I overreach in materialism of this world, it pulls me back from my spiritual pursuits. It pulls me back from spending time learning Torah. It, it, it prevents me from spending time doing charity, doing kindness, doing chesed, doing good, doing good for, for others, from, from engaging in mitzvot. So a real a real calculation has to be made in that sense. So if, if Baruch Hashem I have, and Baruch Hashem Hashem gave me, and Baruch Hashem uh, I'm overall stable at the level and the place that I am. And now for me, I, I care, what do I care for? Uh, and not for the necessities. I care to go up the next level. I care to make it up the next Well, that extra stress that you put on yourself in order to make it to the next level, well, maybe that prevents you from going to Minyan. Maybe that prevents you from uh, from learning Torah in your day. Maybe it prevents you from spending time with your family. Is it worth it? No. Or is it not worth it? So, so a person that has... Can you balance yourself? Yeah. So you have to find... A, so this is why. Everything is about finding... The Rambam has the idea of the golden path. The golden middle. path. Take the, the middle. The middle path is find the balance. Find the ultimate middle uh, in all of these areas. On the one hand, stinginess... To the extreme is a curse. It hurts a person. You have to be able to spend. Uh, the opposite also can, is but, but the opposite to overspend is also a curse. Those are the persons always in financial peril and always try, trying to keep up. But also, a person has to have the intelligence to know that what Hashem gave me, Baruch Hashem, Hashem gave me, and we're and we're good. Yeah, I don't have to look at everybody else around and say, do I have the best house and the best car and the best? It doesn't matter. What matters are my spiritual pursuits. It's not where I am in this world, it's where I'm going to be in Olam Abba, Israel Hashem. If I, if I have to steal from somebody or commit fraud in order to achieve the next level in Olam Hazeh, but end up in Gehinam for it, then well, what's the point of that? What are we accomplishing? So, for, for a person that is happy with the average, that you know, that's it. I can live live with my home, with the car that I can pay for, and with the food that I can pay for. And every morning I can learn Torah, and every night that I can learn Torah, and I don't need more than that. 
I'm satisfied. And unhappiness. I'm sad. That is the greatest bracha in the world that a person can have. And if a, a, a person is blessed to have a wife who has that intelligence, who has this uh, intelligence, he's talking in <laughs> he those times. He, he brought the ago. wife in the middle of right? wow, 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 wow. the of Turn off this. Turn off. <laughs> and, and she has that foresight, that long term vision, that. To know what is right and what are the proper values and what are the things that we have to care about in this world. Matov Chelka, how fortunate is she? How great is her portion in Olam Abba? How come she ain't Right, she takes first when Hashem is giving the reward out to her husband and to her children for the Torah they learn and for the good. Who takes first? The wife takes first because she enabled him because she didn't say to her husband but you need to do more you need to do more you know if you don't if you don't make more money if you don't make more money she if she doesn't speak to her husband that way and she says she's thankful with that which they have and a, a person is blessed to have a wife like that and she says no it's more important for me that you're going to minyan it's more important for me that you're learning torah every day it's more important for me that you're engaging in the right areas who takes first who takes first Belayot says, "Who take Belayot says, who take when Hashem gives out the reward? Who's taking it? <laughs> Off the record, <laughs> who takes first? <laughs> a wife is the one taking first. She's more valuable than pearls. Such it's a true. wife. To have a good wife, a wife who thinks in this way, is is better than having pearls." And all of those who enable a Talmud Chacham, all those who enable a person to be able to go after their spiritual pursuits, um, also get their uh, portion as well. Yeah, it's a beautiful ending. Always, we always end nice. So we're about halfway through. This is the middle of the seven. Look. This is the middle of the book. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh, we're going to continue. Yes, Rosh Chodesh, we start. We start with the second half of the Sefer. So we wish everybody a wonderful day. Happiest Thursday to everybody. Happiest day of Notachanun, last day of Notachanun. Tomorrow also Notachanun. Sunday morning?